0: Welcome to the Walking in Purpose podcast, where we teach you how to discover your God or your purpose for your life and relationships. And I'm your host, Afake Woonzuzu. So let's get down to it. Hello, fam. Welcome back. Welcome back. How are y'all doing today? I hope you're doing good and also that you're feeling blessed. And I'm just Praying the peace that passes all understanding from the throne of grace over you right now, because God is with you no matter what in, and in every circumstance. He is right there with you. Can I get an amen? <laughs> amen. Well, uh, today, <clears throat> excuse me, I want to discuss something very important with my single ladies, something that God would want you to learn in your single season. So in episode 35, we had talked about Ruth and Boaz and how God had strategically positioned Ruth to be found by Boaz. It wasn't of her doing or any person's doing for that matter that Ruth decided to work in that particular field the very day she was found by Boaz. It was all God leading her to be strategically positioned to be found. And We discussed this in episode 35, right? And just wanted to give a quick recap as this uh, current episode is a little bit related to that episode, okay? And so with that being said, I would like to discuss with you the two ways your husband will possibly spot you when God has strategically positioned you to be found. And of course, Whenever God wills for you to be found, you'll have a good idea as to how you can discern the voice of God, like we discussed in episode 37, okay? So check it out if you haven't, but um, let's move on uh, with this episode. So the first way your husband can kind of spot you, uh, we kind of already went through this uh, point a little, not really, but the idea idea of it a little, which we discussed in episode 33. Uh, which was like that Boaz had seen Ruth with his eyes, of course. So the first way uh, your husband can kind of spot you that he would see you, <laughs> okay? And Boaz spotted Ruth because as it happened, Ruth was working in the field of the man she would marry one day. And again, in episode 33, we came to understand even though it happened uh, to be that way, it was just God strategically positioning Ruth to receive the man in which God had written roots love story, if that makes sense. Okay, and that's really how most men meet their wives. It's either they uh, sighted them one blessed day or maybe through a photo that they saw them in or a video. But the point here is that a man can spot you based on when he sees you and God has strategically positioned, positioned you to be seen by him, okay? So that's the first way. Now, the second way a man can spot you is what the focus of this message is today. And I'd like to share Ruth 2, verses 4 to 18, just to give us more context before we continue on here. Okay, so Ruth 2, verse 4 to 18. Um, So it says, Boaz arrived from the city while she was there. So she is Ruth. So Boaz arrived from the city while Ruth was there. After exchanging greetings with the reapers, he said to his foreman, hey, who's that girl over there? (laughs) And the foreman replied, it's that girl from the land of Moab who came back with Naomi. She asked me this morning if she could pick up the grains dropped by the reapers, and she has been at it ever since, except for a few minutes, rest over there in the shade. Uh, Verse eight to nine, Boaz went over and talked to her. (laughs) And he said, listen, my child, he said to her, stay right here with us to glean. Don't think of going to any other fields. Stay right behind any women workers. I have warned the young men not to bother you. When you are thirsty, go and help yourself to the water." And then verse 10 to 11, uh, Ruth thanked him warmly. How can you be so kind to me, she asked. You must know I am only a foreigner. Yes, I know, Boaz replied. And I also know about all the love and kindness you have shown your mother-in-law since the death of your husband and how you left your father and mother in your own land and have come here to live among strangers and verse 12 says may the Lord God of Israel under whose wings you have come to take refuge bless you for it and then 13 to 14 says oh thank you sir she replied you're so good to me and I'm not even one of your workers At, at lunchtime Boaz called to her come and eat with us so she, so she sat with his reapers and he gave her food more than she could eat. And when she went back to work again, Boaz told his young man to let her glean right among the sheaves without stopping her and to snap off some heads of barley and drop them on purpose... Okay, dropped them on purpose for her to clean and not to make any remarks. So she worked there all day, and in the evening, when she had beaten out the barley she had cleaned, it came to a whole bushel. And so she carried it back into the city and gave it to her mother in law with what was left uh, for lunch, for her lunch, or left of her lunch. <laughs> okay. So um, continuing on, so even before God positioned Ruth to be found, right before as it happened that Boaz actually saw Ruth for the first time, God had made news about Ruth reach Boaz. That is, he heard, okay? Boaz heard about all the good things Ruth had done before he ever even met this lady Ruth and laid eyes on her. Okay, and this is a second way your husband can spot you when God has strategically positioned you. Okay, he can either see you right off the bat or he can hear of you or about you before he even ever lays eyes on you, like in Ruth and Boaz's story. So, Boaz heard, okay, he heard about all the good things about Ruth. Before he ever even met her and laid eyes on her, like he literally just heard of her and her character, and I'm thinking it was just it was just um, God's way of wetting Boaz's appetite that made him have uh, a reaction like, "Wow, what a woman!" When he first heard of her, right? And even though he heard. Um, of Ruth before seeing her it truly was just her character okay it truly was just her character just from what he had heard that caught his attention because in Ruth 2 verse 10 to 11 Ruth was so shocked as to how much Boaz was favoring her that she had to ask why all this shower of favor and love I mean, Ruth was a bit thrown off by that. Anyone would. I mean, I would. Uh, And Boaz graciously responded that it was because he had heard a lot of good things about her. He had heard of how she did so many amazing things regardless of her not-so-good past. And how she was still humble and preserved her character and even grew in her character. Like she wasn't bitter, angry, resentful, hard to deal with or speak to or depressed, especially when she had no reason to keep her character intact. Especially the fact that she went, especially the fact that uh, what she went through could have easily damaged or marred or destroyed her character. So to me, I see it as, Boaz was already in love with this woman before he even met her and laid eyes on her. Yes, because the story of Ruth uh, and her character kind of caught Boaz's attention. Like her character really did catch his attention. And he probably would have said a prayer like, "Um, Lord, please bless me with a woman like Ruth. She sounds just like the woman I've been looking for. I'm praying for all my life. And then to Boaz's surprise, Okay, he meets the exact same lady, Ruth, that he may have been dreaming about because he heard all these great things about her, only to discover she was right there on his field. I mean, what are the odds? Okay, what are the odds? Because only God can arrange such an amazing setup. I mean, it was just epic. Okay, so of course, when Boaz did lay his eyes on her, on Ruth, thinking it was a coincidence that she was in his field, okay of course he had to favor her okay I mean bro boys was shooting his shot I mean he had to shoot, he had to shoot his shot at this woman he was secretly praying for when he heard of her and sis Ruth had no idea at least that's what I can infer from looking at uh, Ruth too, I mean, she had no idea. She was so confused by the sudden and aggressive show of love and favor. And even after Boaz explained, um, you know, everything to her, uh, sis, Ruth still didn't understand what was going on. And of course, Boaz favored her because he who finds a wife finds a good thing, Right and has obtained favor from the Lord so that favor obtained was the favor released to Ruth amen favor obtained okay by boaz because he has found his wife was the favor he released to Ruth okay so he told her um please don't leave this field okay Stay here so I can keep you close and make my my move at the right time. That's my own version. And in Ruth 2, verse 14 to 18, you can see this show of love from Boaz towards Ruth. I mean, he fed her. And not only that, he made his workers... um simplify the working process for her so she wasn't stressed out. I mean, Boaz literally told his workers to harvest the grains for her so Ruth could simply just pick them up and, you know, I guess do a little bit of work and throw them in her basket. Okay, I mean, Boaz did all of these amazing things for Ruth because he didn't want to lose her or get her out of his sights. But to me, what is amazing is Boaz had fallen in love with Ruth's character and then only for him to see that same character in action. I mean, it must have been mind-blowing for Boaz at that time for him to witness things unfold. Boaz probably even thought to himself that it would be such an honor to marry such a lady, not knowing God was just arranging things in his favor. But quick question, okay, quick question. If Ruth had remained in Moab, How would Boaz have heard of all these amazing things she had done? Well, I mean, other men would have approached Ruth possibly if she did remain in Moab, but they wouldn't have been Boaz, right? I mean, it had to be Boaz to ensure she was within the love story God had already written for her, not just any man and if Ruth remained in Moab Boaz wouldn't have heard anything if Ruth stayed there because that's outside God's presence and outside the location God's love story for Ruth was meant to take place okay and also Ruth wouldn't have had the opportunity to do the amazing things she did in service to her mother-in-law and God and also for herself and if this didn't happen Boaz wouldn't have heard any good thing about Ruth before seeing her. And if this were the case, Boaz would have somehow, if he had to still meet Ruth, he would have somehow met her and probably been like, meh, okay, Naomi's relative, my regards to Naomi, end of story. Okay. That's why your surrender to God is so important. So he can properly position you to be found and he can give you a beautiful love story he has already written for you. And that's why Ruth stood out and caught the right man's attention. It was her amazing character. No, um, Any man that is not made for you, in my opinion, your character wouldn't really stand out to him. He's looking for other things. But to the man who God has for you, your character will definitely stand out, stand out to him because he's looking for substance. Okay? So, Ruth stood out and caught the right man's attention, Boaz, just because of her amazing character. So another question for you before I round up here today. And that question is, how is your character, sis? How is your character? Is your character ready for marriage? Or is your character whole or is it broken and in need of healing. If your husband had to hear about you before seeing you, will he fall in love with your character before meeting with you and look forward to meeting you? Or will he say, Lord, may I never encounter such a woman? Or even if he had to first come across you by seeing you first, will the character he sees coming from you throw him off? which will actually lengthen the amount of time both of you need to meet within God's strategic positioning plan for you to be found. Very important question, sis. You need to be real and true with yourself and ask yourself that question right now to decide. Because the truth is, sis, if you haven't become, okay, if you haven't become, the type of woman required for the type of man God has already written your love story, and also if you've not become the person for the love story God has already written for you, how then will it ever happen? Okay, and if that man hasn't found you yet, one of the major reasons could be because you're not ready and your character isn't ready yet as well. And of course, it could be other things too. But the truth is, sis, if you're not ready to receive the love story God has written for you, then it wouldn't happen. And the only way it could happen in that circumstance is if you go make it happen for yourself and that is not God's love story, okay? So check yourself, sis, and also your character. Because if you and your character aren't both ready to receive the marriage God has for you, okay, then God will keep that love story he has already written for you in trust, okay? If you and your character aren't both ready to receive the marriage God has for you, then God will keep that love story he has already written for you in trust, like he will park, (laughs) he will park that story, that blessing, okay? He will keep it for you in trust and he would Only release it to you when you become of age. That is, become mature enough to receive and handle that love story that will bring him glory because you best believe God is too intentional with you to give you a blessing that will wreck you, okay? So ask God, who did you create me to be? Reveal to me, heal me and give me the character that you created me with. My original character, because that exact character that came with the real you that God created is what your husband needs and it's exactly what your husband is looking for, okay? And you're not praying such a prayer because you're unimportant, no. You're praying this prayer because your character is required for you to succeed in all other areas of your life first. And also because, remember, you were created to solve the problem of that man being alone like genesis 2:18 says not loneliness okay so you are possessing those solutions god wants to commit into your hands or does your current on un- sorry what am i trying to say so are you possessing it's a question <laughs> so are you possessing those solution uh, solutions god wants to commit into your hands or does your current unprepared character okay Has that unprepared character suppressed all your amazing qualities and has made it look like they don't exist and also made it look like you have nothing to offer to the man God has for you, that is your husband? Sis, sis, the character God made for you, for your specific design, is exactly what will solve that man's problem. That is why Your surrender is very important because in God's presence, yes, there is fullness of joy, okay, but you also learn to be who you are in God's presence, who he truly created you to be and your true character shines through. So if you asked yourself that question of character and your answer was, you don't have a character that is ready for marriage, then what you need is healing and discovery of yourself in the presence of God to uncover the real you. You can't go around carrying baggage from a past relationship that didn't work out or from your childhood and then project that onto your husband and your family. Yes, it is possible for you to meet your husband and he can help you through with the healing process. But are you going to sit and cross your legs waiting for a man to come and save you? When Jesus has already paid the price and saved you and wants to heal you while you're in his presence. Start healing now. And whatever contradicts or whatever contradicts God's design for your life and character, you need to start healing with it in the presence of God. Be it lack of confidence, fear of marrying into a broken home or marriage that was somehow uh, that has somehow um, damaged your character and your mindset. It could be breaking soul ties that are eating away at you. It could be sexual immorality, it could be living a sinful life and the list goes on okay yes you need to heal to become the Ruth to your Boaz okay you need to heal become the Ruth to your Boaz Ruth was in the presence of God that's why she was able to heal to become the type of Ruth the evolved Ruth that had to meet Boaz, the Ruth that was wife to Boaz. So you need to heal as well to become the Ruth to your Boaz, not just any man, your Boaz. Ruth didn't let her circumstances stop her from really being who God created her to be. reason why she was in the presence of God and God equipped her with um, the character that was very unique to her, that is her true character. And of course, was also unique to Boaz. Her character was also unique to Boaz because God knew it will catch Boaz's attention. So it is important that you heal and also heal your character and evolve, grow into the person God has created you to be. Okay? So healing is available in the presence of God for you, sis. Don't push God to the sidelines even while you're in his presence. Don't give him some of your life to work on and keep the rest for yourself for any selfish desires. You need to daily surrender it all. That is everything, not just some. Surrender it all to him and let the Holy Spirit work on you. God wants to build you up. If it is healing, studying the word, praying more. He wants to build your character. And of course, because you were created for that man uh, that God has for you, he will be exactly just what you want and desire as well. That's why you must know yourself. It starts with God, yes, and then you, okay? That's why you must know yourself and you can know what your heart is yearning for, the true things, the deep things, Okay, Um, and also people always talk. People talk. We're human beings. We interact by communicating by words. And uh, I've seen guys who would say, I've heard about her and I wouldn't even want to marry such a girl, for example. And they could, and they, I've also heard people say, yeah, she's pretty and all, but she's nasty and I don't want to, you know, get myself into such a, a thing with such a lady. So your character is very important for you first of all, and all the other things God wants to commit into your hands and also to your husband. Okay, Ruth 3.11. In that verse, Boaz tells Ruth that she is a woman of noble character. He didn't just see her and then say to himself that her character is noble. No, he was working with previous knowledge based on things he had heard about her before they ever even met. And also Boaz's character was a good one too. You can see so by his display of uh, favor and love in Ruth chapter two, and also in chapter three, if you read further into the story. Because the truth is, God wouldn't have you work on your character and give you to a a characterless man or a man who just has charisma, no. That's why you must allow God lead you to the right man, the one for you, because he knows the man who would have all these things, and that is the man he has already written for you in your love story, okay? So Boaz called Ruth noble, meaning she had high personal qualities or moral principles and ideals, aka Boaz called Ruth virtuous, okay? He called her virtuous, In Proverbs 31 verse 10, it says there that, um, let me see here, excuse me, Proverbs 31 verse 10 says that a wife of noble character who can find, she is worth far more than rubies. This verse says a wife of noble character who can find, but some other Bible versions also say a wife of virtuous character who can find. Well, you know who can find her? Well, her husband, <laughs> her husband can find her, the one God has for her, because when he hears of her character or sees her character in action or on display, that can be confirmation for him that she is the one. And that can be confirmation for your husband to confirm you as the one. And note that the verse in Proverbs thirty-one 10 doesn't say a woman, doesn't say a baddie, a haughty of noble character. No, the verse specifically says wife, because it is your character that separates you from all the other women and reason why your husband will see you and call you wife, providing you have worked on your character to become noble, to become virtuous. And becoming noble and virtuous is just pretty much being who God created you to be. And of course, am um, growing into who God wants you to be in this season for the place or for the season is trying to take you to or introduce you into okay and that is why the bible also says in proverbs 18:22 that he who finds a wife okay he who finds a wife not a shorty not a baddie not a woman a wife okay he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Because, like Proverbs 12, verse 4 puts it, a wife of noble or virtuous character is her husband's crown. Okay? A wife of noble or virtuous character is her husband's crown. But a disgraceful wife is like cancer in his bones. I guess disgraceful could also mean uh Uh, a woman who doesn't have a noble character, (laughs) okay? So invest in yourself. Allow God heal you and your character of any brokenness while you're in his presence because you're no good to anyone, not even yourself, if you're broken and if you haven't healed, okay? So sis, based on how you are currently, are you at this time of my speaking to you the type of person your future husband is looking for or are you far from it? If you are far from being the person your future husband is looking for, then you are also far from meeting that man. And the closer you work on that character, the closer to meeting him will happen. Okay, because remember, God is not trying to bless you only for you to wreck the blessing. No, or the blessing wrecking you. And the reason why that man needs to spot you correctly by either seeing you first or hearing about you before seeing you is because that man has been praying and yearning for the woman that was formed out of him, out of his deep desires, the woman that was made just for him and vice versa. Okay, not just any woman. He's not looking for any woman. He's looking for a specific woman. And that woman is you. There's a big difference, ladies, and I discussed this in episode eight, I believe. Okay, sis, if you and your character are broken, allow God to heal all of it in his presence because he has so many great things for you to accomplish in life and he can't wait to lead you into the love story he has already written for you. Okay, because that love story starts with you accepting that you need to heal if you and your character are broken and by your actions and steps taken to heal. You allow God to lead you to that love story he has already written for you. I hope this message has blessed you. Keep walking with God heal and grow in his presence because he can't wait to release all the blessings he has in store for you. God loves you so much. See you next week. Bye-bye. God bless you. And I'm sure this message has blessed you as much as it has blessed me. Please like, subscribe, share, leave a comment to let me know how you've been blessed by this message. Or if you'd like to email us, you can do so by writing to us at info at walkinginpurpose.ca. Also, don't forget to follow our page on Instagram at Walking in purpose Podcast, and also share with as many as the Holy Spirit leads you to share with. God bless you and I'll see you next week.